Hello and welcome back to season two of Mud Between Your Toes, Conversations with Pete Wood. In the first 50 episodes, I gave you an interfusion of narrations directly from my book and the occasional conversations with Pete Wood. I hope you enjoyed them despite my amateur dramatics voiceover. In this new series, I aim to bring you new conversations from fascinating people around the world, people who have a connection with Zimbabwe, albeit at times rather tenuous. I hope you find them informative, interesting, and above all, entertaining. Hello, in late 2019 in the city of Wuhan, a city of some 11 million people, the coronavirus outbreak was first documented. Despite the city going into rigid lockdown, the virus silently crept along motorways and flight routes to kill health workers in Italy, farmers in Brazil, retirees in Seattle. Borders across the globe shut down and all commercial flights were canceled, leaving thousands of people stranded in strange lands, far from their loved ones. Crucially, many foreigners began to run out of money and reports emerged of racial abuse to many third world people stuck behind borders in alien lands. The China city of Wuhan had some 150 South African and Zimbabwean nationals desperate to come home. But with all flights to South Africa at a standstill, their future looked bleak. This is the extraordinary story of how one man and his cell phone in Canada rescued a group of Africans stuck in China because of the pandemic. Enter Tertius Myberg. So Tertius, welcome to Conversations with Pete Wood. I really appreciate your time. Absolute pleasure. Now, Tertius, you have several decades of experience as a commercial pilot in, in South Africa, and now you live in New Brunswick, way up near Nova Scotia, and you're a private pilot, or at least you run a private chartered business, which of course is grounded because of COVID. And yet you managed to... Uh repatriate around a hundred South Africans and a couple of dozen Zimbabweans from Wuhan on, and get this, Air Zimbabwe's only functioning aircraft, an Air Zim Boeing 767. Let me, yeah, let me just start by saying, um, I, I myself do not have a charter company or anything in, in, in Canada per se. What happened was, um, I was moved by a company from South Africa to Canada to start up their um, operation year. And when COVID-19 struck, they've got a, a, a fairly sized operation elsewhere. And um, they felt at that stage that they need to uh, concentrate their funds and their commitment to one place alone. And um, they um, basically retrenched me in March. So since March, I've been um, um, sitting around and not doing much here in Canada. And um, I've moved here. Um, even if I wanted to go back to South Africa, I couldn't <laughs> because of the lockdowns. So the, the whole Maple Aviation thing actually originated where we had to give this operation of ours a name. So it's, 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 it's not an entity that's operational or anything. It's an entity that was created just purely out of a name to assist these people out. Um, 
because let me just go back to the beginning if you'll allow me on how I got involved in this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, was right back when the whole lockdown happened, my ex-principal, um, Klaus Kienich from Weir School, Florida, he's now the principal of Help Macar in Johannesburg. He contacted me because I've been in aviation so long and he basically just wanted some pointers from me on how is he going to get out of Myanmar because him, his sister, and uh, so would have it, uh, my uh, ex-science teacher uh, um, was stuck in Myanmar. And I said to him, sheepers, it's going to be difficult, you know, what we, what we can arrange is a private jet to come and fetch you, but that's like millions of rands to <laughs> to do something like that, which I, I, I doubt is, is, is feasible. Um, so it, 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 I felt compelled to assist him. Um, I, I've, my first question was to try and see how many people are there. Is, is how many other South Africans do you know of in, 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 in Myanmar? Uh, because what I've realized is the, the people create these little support groups. And they make contact with each other and so on, and they try and make a, uh, uh, make plans together to get out. So there was four other South Africans there, a total of seven. And um, I started fiddling with the idea of how am I going to get them out. So my only way of doing this would be a big aeroplane. And we uh, uh, fill the, the seats with bums, and then everybody, the big number, shares the cost. Of, of of getting the the the, the flight back. Um, I, mean, I, I hope you'll forgive me for thinking this, Tertius, yeah. but wasn't it a fairly crazy assignment? I mean, it's it's pretty far fetched, isn't it? It is. It is because now, you know, I I do not know even how are we going to get a flight in and out of South Africa, never mind anywhere else, with the current COVID nineteen regulations. You know, it's not something I've studied up on. I know normal day aviation. I know how to contact and who to contact and your normal civil aviations of all the countries to get your overflight clearances, landing permits and so on. So I had no idea on how to get this right or who do I even speak to. So with that said, first, before I can figure out that, I must find out is there enough people to fill maybe an aeroplane like this before we go anywhere else, before we even try and facilitate anything else? Will there be enough people? So I started um, fiddling around with places in that area. I reached out to all the South African embassies from Bangkok to Vietnam to everywhere. And um, I, I ended up not getting much response from them because you know i'm a no-name brand who's the stash is my but that's now email um asking how many south africans are stuck there because you know how can i be taken seriously and i think right in the beginning all the embassies as well were still hoping and thinking that the government will send each embassy a, a airbus to come and collect all the south africans um, uh, um which we all know uh, uh, didn't happen. There was a, a few places that SIA went to, but they were also battling their own battles back home with, with lack of, of, of resources, money, um, airplanes, because you see all the, 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 the aircraft that they had, 90% of them were leased airplanes, and they're not allowed to fly them because they haven't paid the leases um, when COVID-19 struck. So they were all parked. So they had the, the handful of old 
Airbus A340s that SAA actually owns, but I, as I believe, there's only like two of them serviceable out of the five. Um, but be it as it may. Um, so point number one, uh, SAA was committed to, to doing what they could, where they could. So you can't charter an airplane from SAA. Um, right. Funny enough, a place like Africa, it's not like uh, uh, Europe or, or the Americas where there's a lot of private operators with this type of airplane that can do these distances that you can phone up charter companies and say, hey, give me your Boeing 767 and off we go. It doesn't exist in Africa. Um, so the only other airline, I was even fiddling with Air Namibia because they've got an Airbus A330, but the funny enough is they don't have the means to cross any ocean. Um, they can do Frankfurt out of Windhoek, but that's all over land, so they've got bailout points, so their operation isn't geared for, for flying over uh, 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 open ocean. It's a thing called ETOPS that comes into play then, and they're not uh, uh, um, certified for it. So I can't use them. So where else do I go to? Um, and I ended up with ESM, uh, uh, and I've, I've known the guys at ESM for a while. Um, my times in South Africa, I had a lot of dealings with them where we would um, lease aircraft to them as an interim measure while the airplane might be in service because it was a vital thing for them to keep the Harare Johannesburg run going uh, and because they didn't do much more than that. I think they still had Dar es Salaam, but that's about it. And the internal flights um, in Zim itself. So it was uh, uh, vital for them to keep Harare Johannesburg going, which we assisted them on numerous times. So I knew the, 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 the management of, of ESM pretty well and I contacted them and I said, listen, I know for a fact that beautiful 767 of yours is just parked there. Can't we use the thing? And they said, yes, of course we can use the thing. They open for any business. Um, then I one tried to make it uh, easy for myself. And I said, listen, I want to go to um, Asia. Um, and I had a few ideas on where we could go to. And I asked for a few quotes. And the quotes were horrendous that they sent back to me and I said, jeepers, no, the, you know, people won't be able to afford this. This is, this is crazy money. Um, which ended up me telling them, listen, I'll just take the airplane. Just lease the airplane with your crew. You cover the insurance and you send the engineer and you cover the uh, 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 um, maintenance on this airplane. All the rest I'll sort out. I'll source fuel. I'll do the clearances myself. I'll do catering. I'll do everything to, to, to keep the costs down. Um, so now, now at least I had an aeroplane, but now to build that first trip, I eventually found a company called Sea Princess. They had a few cruise ships parked in Manila in the Philippines with a number of South Africans and Zimbabwean seafarers on board. You know, those things are like hotels. It's from a food and beverages manager to the guy dealing your blackjack and in the casino. Um, and there was honestly hundreds of them parked outside of the port on these ships in, in, in Manila. So um, funny enough, I made contact eventually with the correct person there. And, and, and it, it seemed at that stage that I was like, uh, um, they were waiting for somebody like me to approach them because they were, they were also struggling in moving these people back home. 
um, they had to get rid of them. They had to get them off the ships because they they, they have to feed them. They've got to pay them while they're on the ships. Um, their, their, their contracts has basically ended because the season, what they were supposed to be on the boats have ended. And um, these poor people were like uh, prisoners on these ships because you can remember right in the beginning of COVID-19, the ships or everybody on these ships was seen as the main vehicle of the spread of the COVID-19. That's right. Besides, they were like they were like living petri dishes, weren't they? Correct. And they were. I'm 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 being dead serious. You know, they were. There were some of these seafarers that would jump overboard. It, it was getting it was getting really bad for the the shipping companies. So they were very keen to work with me, and putting this together. So they filled the aeroplane up out of Manila and said, how many seats have you got? I'll use them all to get them back. And, and, and for some reason, and I believe it's due to me, they, they, there was a pertinent question from them, where am I based? And I said, well, I'm in Canada and there's my Canadian number if you want to call me and let's discuss and put this thing together. Um, and I think that sort of brought me to that ability um, by just stating that I'm in Canada, because if I was anywhere else, even still in South Africa, I think it would have been a hard sell. Um, just you, purely, even though you were just, uh, sorry, even though you were just using a prepaid cell phone to do the whole. Yes, they don't know it's 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 a prepaid. They they just <laughs> see it's a Canadian number. You know, even my email address I was using because I then, you know, I didn't want to flood my personal email address with 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 uh, 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 a lot of emails because i was thinking maybe 70 80 that's the number we'll float around with and um i thought to myself you know i don't want to flood my personal email so i created a a, a maple aviation email address on proton mail which is the same as as, as gmail and yahoo and whatever it's a free email address so you know <laughs> if, I, if i think back about it you know even taking on this task, how did I think anybody will take me seriously? Um, but they, they bought into my idea and, and they, they sent money. They sent, they said, how much is it going to cost to move this airplane? Well, I said, this is, this is the cost. And they sent money and we made it happen. So the way I collected the, the seven in Myanmar is, our range on the 767 is about 11 hours and Manila is sitting at about 14 hours out of Johannesburg. So we went directly out of Harare empty to Myanmar. We landed there for fuel. We put up fuel and there we collected the seven and carried on to Manila and Manila back to South Africa. But once I've, I, I had names, actual names of passengers, that I was going to repatriate back to South Africa and Zimbabwe. Then suddenly, and, and I would send that Excel spreadsheet to the, the relevant embassies. Now you must understand, Myanmar didn't have a, a, a South African mission. It was the Bangkok embassy of South Africa that would handle everything in Myanmar. And I must say the Bangkok embassy was, was very proactive. And they assisted me big time with, with our arrangements in Myanmar. But um, the, the, the rest, yeah, I don't want to say, you know, they, they I, I can understand their, their, their uh, apprehension on, you know, how can they as an embassy uh, punt a guy like myself off a, a, a freebie email address and stating that, yeah, get on board with this guy, pay him for your seat and he'll take you back. 
So it was, they were also in a difficult position to fund me. But um, once I eventually reached people directly and I would submit a list um, was saying, these are the guys that are stuck there. You've got to assist me to get them out. They are ready to move and we can move them. Then, then you would get reactions out of them. Um, but, you know, that, that first flight, it was, it was, who's Durko? Who do you, who, who is Durko? Is there somebody that I speak to at Durko? You know, and that was a learning curve to try and find out who do you actually contact? Because now it's also not a South African uh, 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 um, aeroplane. It's a Zimbabwean aeroplane that needs to fly in and out of South Africa. So that already is a bit of a problem. Yes, sorry, um, Tertius, what, what, is, what or who is uh, uh, Durko? Yes, so, so uh, Durko is now this Department of International Relations and Cooperation. Oh, they oh. now basically, uh, in, the, in the old days or before COVID-19, their main objective was they ran basically all the embassies that are in South Africa. They run all the embassies of South Africa and other countries. And they are the the messengers for any and everything that happens between the countries and so on. That's Durko. But now suddenly Durko is, is uh, uh, tasked with ensuring that the people that are repatriated are actual South Africans, that the ways in which they get repatriated are uh, uh, um, arranged properly and that there's no scammers involved and stuff like that that just takes people's money and, and they never arrive back home. And they were also battling with, with because they were never geared for this, battling with, with staff. How, how, do we, how do we now basically run a call center for any and every uh, 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 South African stuck outside of the country to make contact with Durko and state their case of, of where they are and how are they getting back, never mind just doing the normal channels through the embassies, because now you must remember the embassies as well. They might have three, four staff members floating around in an embassy. It was just unheard of and, 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 and difficult for them to handle as well. But we, you know, to give you an idea, this <laughs> coming back into South Africa from Manila, our first one, the aircraft just basically arrived at Oortham, but nobody knew we were coming back. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> so so, it was so a you're a bit like a gun runner, really. Yes, you know, I said, voila, there's my airplane, it's on the apron, what are we doing now? And they said, but we didn't know you're coming, we, we must arrange days ahead, quarantine facilities, buses, Everything, <laughs> you know. Hazmat suits but, and all of that kind of thing. Uh, all of it, you know, and, and so it was a bit of a, a, a learning curve because, you know, for that first flight, I think they were parked. They've got a special area at the airport and all airports have got them. You know, if there's a hijack or something on an airplane, they go and park them there in one corner until the situation resolved. Now, our poor Boeing 767, after arriving back from, from Manila, was parked in that corner for about two hours. <laughs> and the poor guys from Durko scrambling around to find buses and, and hotel rooms for my full aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, so, so okay, uh, sorry, I digress a lot and, and I apologize. Not, a, uh, not at all. I was just wondering, I mean, this was still the Air Zimbabwe Boeing, wasn't it? Correct. 
And, 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 and is it is it manned by a Zimbabwean crew or a crew that you choose from South Africa? No, or? It's, it's all Zimbabwean crew from the cabin crew, the engineers that fly with the cockpit crew, everybody are Zimbabweans. And I must say, jeepers, they are unbelievable chaps. Um, the, the, the effort uh, um, they've put in into this whole thing that, that, that I've started, um, the whole effort the government has put into this, because, you know, all my clearances now, because Zimbabwe is a Zimbabwe government entity, they get a, we got a lot of support for this, for these flights to happen on their airplane from their diplomatic channels all over Asia. And they actually pretty well connected um, from Malaysia, Singapore, you name it. They, they very well connected there and, and um, uh, they facilitated 90% of all the clearances um, to make these flights happen because for them, it was an opportunity to show the world that this misgivings that they've got about the ability of the airline, because you must now think there's a lot of things being said about Air Zimbabwe. And in actual fact, they, they, these guys are, are, are world-class. They've got, I think they're the highest uh, 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 um, time pilots on the 767s anywhere in the world, because you know, like the one captain has been flying it since they got that thing brand new in 1990 from Boeing. Um, you know, he's been 30 years on his aeroplane. That's his aeroplane. Um, uh, where anywhere else in the world, if somebody's on a 767, eventually he'll progress in his career and he might now be flying 787s or 747s or whatever. So he only hangs around the 767 for a, a, a period. Um, where these guys have been on the, 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 the uh, 767 for 30 years, you know, since they, 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 they got the thing from, 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 from uh, Boeing. Um, and and I, so suppose, I suppose, Tertius, the fact that this 30-year-old plane had been used by former President Robert Mugabe from time to time, well, actually more than just time to time, um, yes. must have made a big that difference with uh, the crew and everything. <laughs> it was his aeroplane. It was called the Chimani Mani, wasn't it? Or is that another Correct. plane? They've got two yeah. of them. They've got two of them. Oh, they have the two, other one is they? now okay. currently in, 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 in maintenance. It's, I don't know when it will be able to fly. But this one, Chimani, Chimani Mani, is um, the one with the new color scheme painted and, and, and so on. So it's a, it's a well looked after uh, uh, example. Um, and, um, but they are, they, they, I must say, um, uh, they are awesome. And, and, and they got on board with this because they, they, they had a feeling that, that this will get out in the world and it will show the, the possibilities of their airline um, it'll show the help that 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 this that the Zimbabwean government can can offer even to just their neighbours. Um, to give you an idea, even in Kuala Lumpur, there's uh, uh, Mr. Rufu. He's the, he works at the High Commission of Zimbabwe. There, you know, when I had problems with South Africans there, he would assist. Um, and they've they've just been unbelievable to say the least. But now. After that first flight, and I only wanted to do that one to help my headmaster out. It was not some things, there was no business, there was no entity that's making money out of this or anything. 
it was purely to, to assist him. But after I got that one right, the word started spreading between the shipping companies with the seafarers, as well as the, 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 the normal South Africans uh, uh, um, in, in stuck in Asia. Um, and we had requests out of the US everywhere um, with shipping companies, but we couldn't do the US because Air Zimbabwe is not allowed into the United States airspace. Um, so we we stuck around in Asia where we could assist, and um, and and we did our thing there because after that first one, I couldn't just put my phone off and say, okay, I'm not going to assist anymore. Uh, um, I had to crack on with this and 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 help where we could. And the big thing is what I realized and why we cracked on with this is a lot of the places then in, in Asia had small numbers. We'd say, you know, there's 40 in, 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 in um, uh, Cambodia. There's 30 in Vietnam. Our second trip had only like 60 left in, 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 in Manila. And we then started running like a taxi service. We would get ourselves out to Manila and start working our way back. So we went Manila to Hanoi and Vietnam. We picked up there. We then went, hopped across to Cambodia. We picked up there. We then on our way home stopped in the Maldives and we picked up there and eventually we get back. And that's how we would fill the aeroplane up with whoever wanted to, to get on board. <laughs> there was a lot of people that we left behind that were hoping that SAA would arrive um, because when SAA started with this repatriations of these, um, they assisted South African citizens with a IOU, basically. If you could show that you can't afford the flight back, um, you would sign an IOU and eventually, I don't know how it works, they'll come back later for the money from you. But you can get out. And... Um, um, a lot of people were hanging around for that and hoping that a SAA airplane would arrive and uh, uh, an IOU would, uh, would be signed and then off you go home. Um, because we would put the word out with everybody, say like in Cambodia, and then we pass through there and we'll only get 30. And then four weeks later, you've got another 70 crying, please, can you come and fetch us? But then it's, then it's done. It's, I can't, assist again it's it's we've we've done that now um so it was difficult times and 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 uh, um yeah i would you know and, and you can understand people would putting a lot of uh, faith in 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 what the government would would assist them with um and, and also uh tertius i mean it is a 30 year old plane and i as i recall now look whenever i flew air zim I found the pilots and crew super professional. I thought the flights were always amazing, but they, were, they did often break down. So surely you're asking for trouble by uh, chartering a 30-year-old plane. <laughs> no, you know, it's, uh, I knew the 767 was well looked after. You know, um, the, the thing with, with her is they, 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 they moved for many years Robert Mugabe and the current president all over where they need to be. Um, 
and and they they do a lot of effort in looking after this airplane. So I was I was pretty sure this was uh, um, well maintained and 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 ready to go. To give you an indication, I, I suppose everybody knows about the problem we faced in Bangkok when we did this China flight, where this whole story then ballooned into where my name got out there. Was we then 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 wanted to go and fetch the Chinese group, the people that are stuck there, because SAA couldn't get authorization to land. But to see the problem with SAA, and, and listen, this is just purely my thoughts on why um, I don't have facts, is I believe SAA wanted to go into Beijing and out of Beijing. Now, the Chinese will not allow that. That will not happen. Um, and 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 because of the new a, because of the new protocols the the covid correct. And, and when this flight had to happen there was a second outbreak in beijing so they basically closed off beijing to the outside world um and and that was just not going to happen and i think once sa just got the word back that it's not going to happen for beijing they 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 let it go um they didn't concentrate on maybe going somewhere else because i think they were scared if they went somewhere where they didn't have infrastructure support because you, you can remember SAA used to do Beijing so they'll 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 be people on the ground that can assist SAA in doing the turnaround there um, and once Beijing fell out of the window where they can't go to Beijing and I think it it was purely just communicated um, when they applied and said no then it was a no. Then they they gave up on the on the on the thing. So we then worked with the Zimbabwean embassy in Beijing and getting all our authorizations to go to China. So to pay for the flight going there, I made contact with the Thai embassy in South Africa and we loaded a whole bunch of Thai nationals on the aeroplane in South Africa and they paid for the flight into uh, Bangkok. Once we landed in Bangkok, the crew realized there's an oil leak on the left-hand engine. And they, 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 they can't fly it like this. They first need to have a look what's going on there. So now we, we were flying with three engineers with, and with the limited tools that they had with them on a flight like this, there was a the special tool to, that they needed to get behind a certain panel in this engine to see and what they were hoping for is the hoses that are running behind this panel somewhere there one perished or uh, something like that where the, the, the oil is leaking out so we then delayed our flight out of china and we got new pipes and hoping it's the pipes new pipes and the special tool to open up that panel we got that ship to bangkok out of Harare. That took about a week to accomplish, to get that through customs and into Harare. In the meantime, I've placed the crew in a, in a quarantine hotel in Bangkok. Now you must remember that now becomes my problem because poor Air Zimbabwe, they can't channel money anywhere overseas. They can't send money to anyone because of the sanctions. So they can't even pay a hotel to put the crew in. So that fell on to me to, to, to sort out. Wow. Um, and it's so sad, actually, Peter, you know, if you think about the entity and the capabilities that Zimbabwe has actually got, and they just want to make business, and, 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 and they can't. 
they physically can't. It's it's impossible for them. But that's that's a story for another day. But in any case, so we put the guys up in the hotel there. We got the tool there, and eventually they opened up that panel, and they said, oh, the pipes are perfect. It's not the pipes. It's now the main shaft that runs the compressor blades. That bearing is leaking all the, 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 the oil out of that engine. So that is not something that you can fix in the field. That engine needs to go to Pratt & Whitney to the engine shop, and in the engine shop, Pratt & Whitney needs to rectify that problem. It's not something that we can do in the field. So the only other thing we can do is replace the engine. The other 767 in Arari is not flyable, So, um, but there is two spare engines in storage in Arari in the maintenance center. So there starts the next problem of now I've delayed the people out of China already for a week. Now they are running out of money. They, a lot of them have got nowhere to stay. They've got no money for food. They've lost their jobs in China. The Chinese aren't renewing their visas. Some of them get locked up because their visas are expiring and they can't pay the penalties because they just stuck to the book. The book was written before COVID-19. If you've got an expired visa, you can't pay the penalties then so be it, off you go to prison. They can't deport you, there's no airlines flying, so there you sit in prison. Um, so it was becoming a, 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 a humanitarian crisis in China. Babies, pregnant ladies, and it was just dire for these people. And, and I then said, okay, I spoke to the Zimbabwe embassy and the one chap that I became big friends with, he's the first secretary of the embassy there, Gary. I said to him, listen, in that group there in Wuhan, because our, uh, 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 sorry, let me just clarify this. Uh, our first pickup would have been Wuhan. The second pickup would have been Guangzhou. And Guangzhou would have been a completely separate flight, but we then amalgamated both flights. Okay. Um, to do everybody at once because I couldn't allow the people in Guangzhou to, 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 to hang on for that long as well. So we amalgamated it. But the, the Wuhan people were the problem because they've now moved to Wuhan from wherever they were in China. They've given up their accommodation where they were. They've now spent the last bit of money on paying the $1,000 I charged for the ticket to get back. Um, and they were really in, in, in a dire situation where I was also getting a lot of flack from um, the Chinese authorities on having people on airport floors living there. Absolutely. I mean, what a nightmare. And, and, the, and the, 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 the passengers, as you said, there were babies involved, there were school children. Yeah, it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. So I had a handful of people that said they can't do a transfer for the tickets. So I said, no, by all means, bring cash with and give it when you check in. But you're on the list. Don't worry. Um, so those people, I, I sent Gary to them. I said, there's the name. Go and grab the cash from them. Because now I know I can't pay by credit card or do a wire transfer or anything like that for buses to take these people away from the airport to a hotel. 
So Gary grabbed the cash and he organized buses and off we went. Our first trip out of the airport to the hotels, now you're talking about more than about 120 odd people, 140 people. Um, we only could only find 24 seaters. So there was a whole convoy of 24 seaters running down the streets of Wuhan looking for hotels. Um, and eventually we got to a hotel that was empty, um, a beautiful hotel that was empty. And we said, well, there all the, 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 the 24 seaters park in front of the reception area. And Gary walks in with his phone in his hand and said, we're taking the whole hotel, please. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they gave me a relatively good rate by taking the whole hotel. Um, they included breakfast in the right, and then I arranged a $6 dinner for each person every night. Um, I said, listen, I can't do drinks as well. You know, if you want something to drink, you either have to buy your own Coke or drink tap water. That's, <laughs> this is what I can do. And it eventually ended up where I had them in hotels in Wuhan for, uh, I think it's about three weeks. Um, what a nightmare! Really? And you're paying for them uh, to you're you're paying for them to eat and the accommodation, are you, out of your own pocket? Correct. So I gave my credit card details to old Gary, and I said, "Listen, this is the number. There's the expiry date. There's the CVV number. Let them do manual transactions on it um, through there, like a speed point, you know, uh, your your, your yeah. credit card." And um, and I said, "Listen, don't don't." Don't nail a week in advance. Do 48 hours. Every 48 hours, you grab two days off the card. So I had to constantly feed this card with money um, to, to, for it to allow it to go through. Um, and eventually, the, 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 this is now still my South African card. So the, eventually, the Reserve Bank in South Africa froze the accounts. And... Oh, um, said listen you, you're laundering money how can you spend these <laughs> massive amounts on um in, in, on in Wuhan. yes you, you're laundering forex and that's what you're doing so it took me a bit of uh, 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 time to explain to them exactly what's going on and everything went on as per normal again um and eventually we, 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 you know, never mind now, you sit with that engine, I've got to get out of Harare all the way to Bangkok. Um, the, 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 the freighters, um, these freight aircraft are behind schedule um, on their normal freight. So it was a, a, a mission to get space on an aeroplane. So the whole trip with, with KLM Cargo and Martin Air, which they are now together, um, out of Harare to get it to, 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 to Bangkok was a week alone um, to get that, just the actual flying. You know, they had to go from Harare to Amsterdam to Luxor to Taipei and eventually um, to, to, to Bangkok. And once again, that was a problem for me that became my problem again in facilitating this because even though uh, Zimbabwe is in, in, in control as per our agreement on the maintenance, they can't pay KLM. They can't, they can't send money anywhere. I then had to also pay Thai Airways Technical for their technicians to assist the three engineers we've got there because this is a, it's a, it's a major undertaking, pulling an engine and, and replacing an engine. So we had to have extra hands. 
Um, so it, it was a, a, a massive logistical nightmare and a financial nightmare. Um, I but, mean, how, um, how, how did your family react to this plan? No, they 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 were. My my wife has always been very supportive of my crazy ideas, um, and I suppose <laughs> that's why she 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 liked me from from where we met. Um, she supported me one hundred percent. You see, the, the the thing is, what 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 we discussed is, we said, you know, this is this is funds that's not going to affect our lives now. It's not going to affect if my kids have got uh, uh, food on on their plates tomorrow or a roof over our head. It's not going to affect it. This is this is money that we accumulated during our working life for our old day, and we said, you know, we're still young enough. We can we can make it back. Um, through hard work and, and, and the decision was made. Um, but it got to a point right there. I was I was really stressing out the last three days of, of mm-hmm. getting this engine on and uh, uh, getting it flyable again because I was I was really running out of out of money and, and, and options there by the end. I was I was really, 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 really running out of options at the end. So everything just by the uh, hey, you still there? I've lost you. Uh, uh, here. Yeah. Um, it all worked right just, there at the end. Uh, the funds were done. I lost you for a second there, Tersha. So you still I with me? Yes, I am. So right okay. there at the at the at the end, um, uh, we 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 just it was close before I I, I couldn't carry it anymore. But yeah, we, we, we managed and we did it. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, um, you have the most extraordinary positive attitude. I get the feeling failure with you is never an option. Um, I'm, also told, I'm also told that the passengers call you their guardian angel and with very good reason. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is humbling and it's a bit embarrassing actually um, to, to, to uh, be called that. Um, uh, it, my my thing was just purely as, as as I got myself involved in it, and I've got to see it through, you know. Um, and it wasn't a question of of, of failure enough. Of myself and my wife, we've had a lot of knocks in our lives um, before, and um, we've we've always made a plan, and 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 that was basically the the, the mindset that I attacked this with. That um, there's there's always there's always options available to you. There's always ways and means of of getting something done. It's 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 these days too easy to just give up and say no. This is going to be too too much. Um, there is always, but always, and 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 that's the thing I want to get out to everybody and anybody is there's always options available to you. Always, regardless of what's going on. There's always other options. Absolutely, and and so you you had the new engine put in, you got the passengers in Wuhan on board, and then you headed straight back to Joburg, did you? Yes. What we had to do is because we had to amalgamate uh, both Guangzhou and Wuhan on the one flight, and the Chinese authorities didn't allow us to fly internally within China. So we dispatched from uh, uh, Bangkok actually to Kuala Lumpur because we collected 203 Chinese seafarers in Kuala Lumpur uh-huh. to assist in, in, in paying 
the uh, uh, dead legs that we'll have because I'll tell you now why we had to get more people besides the ones that we had into Bangkok. Because the Chinese authorities now said to us, okay, you can go into Guangzhou, you can go into Wuhan, but you can't go Guangzhou-Wuhan or you can't go Wuhan-Guangzhou. So our first pickup point was Guangzhou. So we went back to Kuala Lumpur, picked up Chinese seafarers there that was ushered in from the port and we took them to Guangzhou. But you picked them up and uh, you, you dropped off the Chinese in Guangzhou, yeah? Correct. And we picked up the South Africans in Guangzhou and brought them back to Kuala Lumpur. Made Kuala Lumpur sort of our, our Asia base. In Kuala Lumpur, they disembarked and we left them in transit and we departed empty for Wuhan. We collected everybody in Wuhan and came back to Kuala Lumpur, loaded up everybody that we left from Guangzhou and then straight back to Johannesburg. Dropped off the South Africans in Johannesburg, hopped across to Harare, and dropped off all the Zimbabweans there. Oh, how incredible. Tertius, I think I'm going to lose you on this line quite soon. You sort of keep coming back in and out. Um, but uh, Maple Aviation, so it was set up specifically for this repatriation. Um, and are you still going to be continued? Are you still going to continue doing repatriation? I mean, if you are, how do people get hold of you? Yes, Maple Avian, we don't have a, a website or anything. It's just purely or Facebook and on there is our contact details. Um, what we are doing now is we just finished now last weekend our second China flight out of Guangzhou. Um, um, and we are hoping to go to New Zealand and back um, this coming weekend. After that, I do not know um, what else is, is, is there to do because we've done about six trips in and out of Asia. And I think we've, we've, we've managed to bring everybody back that wants to be back. Um, uh, uh, I, I doubt it if it's, if it's going any further after the New Zealand trip that we're putting together now, but uh, I am available to assist um, if there is anywhere that we still need to assist. That's, that's absolutely incredible. I didn't realize you had done so many other uh, trips. Um, this, this, and you all, you're doing the whole thing on, uh, on the same Boeing, are you? The Air Zim Boeing? On the same airplane. And, yes, and tell on me, the tell same, me, exact same airplane. Uh, well, so we've no, got two. Yeah. What, what is the, what's the first class section like? I mean, did Mugabe have it all souped up or is it just like any other... Uh, first or business class? Uh, no, it's it's like any other. And this one has been configured for economy only now. But what they what they utilize up front is is a system that they developed for the president, where they've got actually these little cubicles that that get set up up front there. That that is a full bed, um, and the crew are utilizing those beds at the moment. Um, but but yes, they they were quite well kitted out for when the president had to fly. Um, they've got these little yeah. cubicles that, that, that get set up up front there where it, 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 it becomes a full, full bed. So it's not a, a business class seat or anything that folds down. It's an actual bed. Um, you know, with my tongue firmly in my cheek, I suppose if any Zimbabweans are wondering why their Air Zim flight to Joburg hasn't turned up, maybe contact Tertius Myberg. 
Um, Tertius, we're actually... Eric, what, we, <laughs> what we're doing now is on this last one um, that we're coming out of New Zealand. There's no Zimbabweans on this flight. It's going to be purely uh, South Africans. And we are now in discussions with the Zimbabwe embassy for whatever Zimbabweans are still stranded in South Africa to grab that last flight out back to Harare. So um, the, 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 if any of them are listening, um, they just need to make contact with the embassy in Johannesburg and they'll be put on the list to be flown out. That's incredible. Um, before we go, Tertius, I think it goes without saying that I must take my hat off not only to you, but obviously to Air Zimbabwe, and also to Gary in Beijing. My knowledge of the Beijing embassy was, uh, wasn't quite as efficient as you. Every time I called up, someone was out to tea. I think they'd drunk all the tea in China by the time I finally got sorted out. Uh, I, had to, I, had to do, I had to get something done at the Zimbabwe embassy in Beijing, okay. and it, well, I gave yeah. up. Honestly, I gave up, but that was some time ago. That was seven, six, seven years ago. Things were slightly okay. Well, it's a truly magical story. Uh, maybe you should start writing now that you've got some time on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, I'm we, a slow typer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we had better go now because we're running out of time. But uh, Tertius, uh, Tertius, okay, my Thank you for joining me on Conversations with Pete Wood. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. That was the dynamic Tertius Myberg proving that anything can be achieved via a prepaid cell phone. Now, if you want to know more about Maple Aviation, you can find it on Facebook. Well, that's about it. Thank you so much for listening to me. And remember, you can tune into my new episodes of Mud Between Your Toes via iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Blueberry, and Pocket Casts. Don't forget, you can always buy a copy of my book on both Amazon and Kindle. And I also welcome comments by email on mudbetweenyourtoes at gmail.com. Goodbye. <laughs>